I'm sure that there must be a downside to growing up on a country farm, surrounded by animals with acres of fields and woods to hand, to run and roam and play in. There must be minus points, but try as I might, I can't remember what they were. When I cast my mind back to my childhood on Bembra Farm in the heart of the Cotswolds, my memories are of fun, adventure, and most of all, freedom. To a curious, wide-eyed nipper, it was like growing up in a giant playground. It felt as though every day brought some new distraction to investigate and explore. In fact, you know the eternal argument about whether kids' personalities are shaped by nature or nurture? I guess I got the best of both worlds. I was nurtured by nature. I was born on the 8th of January, 1966, and christened Adam John Lincoln Henson. As with most things in my family, there was a story behind that. My father was Joseph Leslie Henson, after his own father, Leslie. And for five generations, Henson children had been given a middle name beginning with the letter L. My parents had already applied that principle to the three elder sisters who had come before me. Their first daughter had been christened Elizabeth Leslie, the second was Mary Louise, and the youngest was Rebecca Lucinda. There again, you can give children names, but there is no guarantee they will use them. Elizabeth has always been known as Libby. Mary never liked her first name, so has always been Louise, or as we call her, Lulu. And Rebecca shortened her name to Becca. In true pedigree livestock breeding tradition, all our names had a meaning. My three sisters were all named after our grandparents or great-grandparents, while my two middle names came from my mum's dad and my dad's granddad, respectively. I guess it's fair to say that we're a family that values tradition. The three girls and I had arrived at roughly two-year intervals, so my mum and dad already had Libby and Louise when they took over Bembra Farm in 1962. It can't have been easy for them, with a toddler and a baby in arms, but my mum and dad have always been nothing if not resourceful. They had met at a wedding at the parish church in Sarencester in 1956, when my mum was still called Gillian Richards. They were both seeing other people at the time, and Dad had even gone to the wedding with his partner. Then he spotted this beautiful woman with long red hair standing in the church. At the reception after the ceremony, Joe Henson introduced himself to Gillian Richards and asked if she would like a drink. She asked for a baby sham, and he returned from the bar with a bottle of champagne. That was the end of their existing partners. The funny thing was that neither Mum nor Dad came from farming stock. Mum was originally from Coventry, but during the war, after one particular air raid, they'd returned from the shelter to find that their neighbour's house had been completely destroyed. Nana and my mum then went to stay with some relatives in Wales, leaving her dad working nights at a local factory. The very next day he came home from work on his motorbike to find that their own house had been demolished overnight, so he decided to carry on riding and join the family in Wales. Mum went to school in the Rhondda Valley and then trained as a teacher. She was working in a primary school in Cheltenham when she met Dad. Dad had grown up in London. His family situation had been complicated, to say the least. He was raised primarily by his mother, who was a musical dancer and actress. She had been born Harriet Collins, but everybody knew her by her stage name, Billy Dell. Despite his parents' theatrical backgrounds, Dad had no thespian leanings. Instead, from an early age, he was totally obsessed with animals. His mum gave him an old sixpence in pocket money every Saturday, and he would spend it on a new lead farm animal for the model farm in his bedroom that was his pride and joy. He got to see the real thing when he was four years old. In 1936, his mum and he were living in Northwood in West London, where a farm called Park Farm lay just up the road. It was the kind of farm where hens were free-range, 
The pigs lived in styes, the cows were hand-milked, and horses and ponies delivered the milk. Dad loved it. He spent so much time there that when he left school at sixteen, Park Farm gave him a job. From that moment on, there was no doubt what he would do with his life. Showbiz stood no chance. As Dad was always fond of joking, he ran away from the theatre to become a farmer. After agricultural college and a couple more farming jobs, Dad met and married Mum, started their family, and with an old school friend named John Neve, began searching for a farm to take over. Bembra Farm then measured 400 acres and was owned by Corpus Christi College, Oxford, and Dad and John applied for the tenancy. The farm had two traditional farmhouses as well as cottages to house agricultural workers and three large barns, Lot's Barn, Taylor's Barn, and Oxford Buildings. At 800 feet above sea level, it had wonderful views across the rolling Cotswold Hills, but got seriously chilly and windy in the winter. (laughs) It still does.